Hi, everybody. It's Sean Sullivan. Welcome to Best in Class, coming to you live from Bill Corey Ford Studios in Tampa, home of the giant. Our new construction is going on. We are doing a construction sale right now for the end of the month. So if you're not going to Gasparilla, please shoot in to Bill Curry Ford, buy a new car, fight interest rates. We have rates as low as 0%. So those of you who are worried about inflation, don't because Bill Curry Ford, not only lifetime warranty, but also 0%. Please follow us at Bill Curry Tampa, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Visit us at BillCurryFord.com to see all of our great specials live and, and in demand. We have an ordering system with Nikki. You have your own concierge. You can order a car with no deposit and get $500. You can work with my GSM, Jeff Patterson, on a new vehicle or a used vehicle. We have the largest certified pre-owned inventory in the area. And then by combined, say hi and talk football with me. That'd be great. Please share this podcast with your friends and family. Please rate me. Right now, I have a perfect score. Is that right, Grace? So for all the people who hate me, you can go on and ruin my perfect score. So uh, feel free. But uh, I hope you don't. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Even the guys that hate on me, Grace, are still listening. So thank you for listening. My ratings are through the roof. This is my time. Steve Itzbitz says this is my time. I love this time. I get so excited because uh, I'm a Bucks fan, right? So I have 45 years of hope on the draft. I mean, basically, I had a 14-year stretch where the only thing I looked forward to was the fact we were going to have another top 10 pick. I mean, we didn't make the right pick, but... At least I got to know who they were and what we were doing. That should be an off-season podcast. We should just look at the worst draft picks in in Buccaneers history. That'd be a fun podcast. All right, let's go on. So I just did my East-West Shrine game. I got lots of feedback on it. Thank you so much. A lot of positive stuff going on. If you want to know what's going on with the East-West Shrine game, please uh, look for the podcast where you you download your podcast. Go to Joe Bucks Fan, the number one visited website for Bucks news in the world. And you're going to get the best, the best coverage there. And you're going to get the real coverage. You're not going to get some, you know, puff piece, you know, somebody trying to kiss up the Bucks brass. You know, right before I get into the senior bowl, we're going to talk about this real quick. I love the Bucks. Joe Bucks fan loves the Bucks. We want the very best for the Bucks. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you when I'm unhappy with something, I'm not going to make it and, and sugarcoat it. It's not, it's not going to happen. I'm going to tell you how it is. And I'm going to hope for the very best. I never have wished for a, a game to be lost. I've never wished for a player to fail, ever. I only want the very best for my team. And that's why I'm passionate. That's why I'm doing this podcast. And let's, let's get into some rookies, Grace. Let's, let's break down. So we're going to do a two-part Senior Bowl breakdown. First of all, this thing is loaded with NFL talent. I had Mel Kuyper came out and did this thing with, with, with um, Daniel Jeremiah, and they're like, oh, it's a down year for the draft. It's a down. It's so funny how they say that every year, but then there's stars every single year that come out of the draft. Right now, you're going into a, um, to, to the AFC championship game, the NFC championship game, with a second-round quarterback, right? A seventh-round quarterback. That's pretty amazing. And you have you, and the, the last player taking the draft, Mr. Irrelevant, is quarterbacking the San Francisco 49ers into the NFC Championship game, guys. This is what being a football fan is all about. It's not just about rooting for the team during the season. We have to root for them in the offseason. they got to make great decisions. Short list of offensive coordinators for the Bucs, not impressed. The only good news I got today is the, the, the best person they've, they've looked at so far, in my opinion, besides Keaton McCardell, but still, I think, inexperienced and, and for this kind of job, depending on who our quarterback is, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. But they interviewed the quarterback's coach for the New York Giants, which, again, you know, had a really terrific year. But, I mean, I don't know what the right answer is, guys, but that's another conversation. Senior Bowl time. 
So let's get into it. We're going to talk about Will Levis. So Will Levis is the first player. So Will Levis might be the number one overall pick because of Bryce Young's size. We're going to do a quarterback breakdown, obviously, like we do every year. We'll, we'll do the quarterbacks. But we're just going to talk about the senior bowl. Will Levis is probably the t- a top three prospect right now. He has not agreed to play in the senior bowl, but he was invited. And he has not turned it down as of 127. So... The likelihood of him playing in this game is probably zero. I, I, hope it, I hope he does play. But breaking down, he's 6'3", 232 pounds. He played at Kentucky. I watch him, and he has good games and bad games. I think he's inconsistent. I don't like the way he reads defenses. Does he have an arm? Yes. Can he throw the ball well? I don't like his second and third reads. His timing was off this year, and all I hear is excuses. It's his offensive line. He didn't have players. He didn't have this and that. I understand all that because that was my defense of Sam Howell. But here's the thing. I didn't like the way Will Levis played last year. This is the Justin Herbert conversation when Justin Herbert didn't play well his senior year and played well his junior year, and then everybody forgot about him, and he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And I told everybody that would listen that he was going to be the best quarterback in the league, but nobody listens, right? So uh, scouts know better. The guys that get paid to do this, Fail 99% of the time. Love that. Um, Anyway, uh, Will Levis is uh, not a guy that I would be taking in the first five picks of the draft. He's just too inconsistent. He was too injury prone. Uh, And and, and again, we'll get into that. So I'm going to skip right over him just because I don't think he's playing in this game. Um, He was invited. I had to talk about him because he is a big name. But let's get into the let's get into a top corner. Devin Witherspoon. All right. Cornerback. Out of Illinois, 6'1", 180 pounds, 4'3", 40, super fast, super physical, ready to play. Uh, I love his aggressiveness. He doesn't take his hands off the receiver, which I like. He, he fights. He's like hand fighter. He has speed that allows him to catch up. He can also intercept the ball. He has hands, Grace. This man can catch. It's amazing. A corner that can catch. All right? Devin Witherspoon is a day one starter in the NFL. He's that good. And you're going to get to see him in the Senior Bowl, which is exciting. Tyree Wilson, linebacker out of Texas Tech, 6'6", 275 pounds. They have him listed as a linebacker. I, I, te- I think he's going to be an edge at that size. He runs a 4'8", 40, a 3'4", a 4'3". He's going to be on the edge. doesn't matter what defense you put him in. I wouldn't play him in space because um, he's just too slow for space. Pass rusher, he's awesome. Gets to the quarterback, quarterback pressures, very physical at the point of contact. This is a guy that, that, that's going to get some attention as one of the top pass rushers. And we're going to go through like the top 25 pass rushers in the offseason before the NFL draft. But my, my guess is you're going to see Tyree Wilson get to the quarterback in this game. Dalton Kincaid, tight end, um, out of Utah, 6'4", 240 pounds, 4'6", He's the best tight end playing at the Senior Bowl for sure. He's one of the top-rated um, tight ends going into this. I think he's smooth. He's, he's balanced. I mean, you can look at all this other stuff. He, has, he can catch the ball. I'm looking for a, a super physical tight end, and I, I guess that's just the way, the way I am. A lot of these guys that, can get, that get open, run smooth routes, catch the ball with ease, I love all that. Yeah, that's all great. It's a, it's a wide receiver, guys. That's what a wide receiver does. A tight end uh, is a wide receiver that, does, that gets to do all the bad stuff, right? They've got to set the line of scrimmage. They've got to set the blocking. They've got to chip. They've got to get out. I mean, I uh, for Dalton Kincaid, I think, yes. He's, is he going to catch balls in this game? Yes. You're going to hear his name? Yes. Uh, I, I think that he's a good player. For me on my team, I just want somebody that's going to knock your head off. And Georgia has one of those guys. We'll, 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 gonna, we'll get into that. But he's a very, very fine-looking player. He's going to go 
in the second round in the draft. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Blake Freeland, offensive tackle BYU, right? 6'8", 305 pounds, okay? Now, again, are the Bucks going to be interested in a left tackle going into this or a left guard? I mean, if you think that uh, Gadecki did have a, a rough year, and if you are into any type of grading system, right? Some people are, some people aren't, doesn't matter. He was one of the worst graded guards in the NFL this year. So not that you can either take that into stock and say, well, yeah, grades are good. Or you can say, hey, I don't like the people that are grading or morons. Um, I don't know what the answer is there, but I know when you're the worst at something or one of the worst and on any scale, it ain't good. I mean, I, I, that's just not where you want to be. So this guy, obviously long arms, when I do my scout breakdown, the, how he's going to measure is important to me because, you know, I like those, those long-armed offensive tackles. I don't like the short-arm guys, which, you know, we talked about this with, with the North Carolina uh, draft pick. Anyway, short arms. I said he was going to be a guard. I, I, you know, I said going into last, last draft that he's going to struggle uh, as a rookie at, at, at a tackle position. Guess what? Um, he gave up a lot of sacks uh, on the year, and he had a really tough year. Uh, I, I said he needs to be a guard just because of his um, arm length. Blake Friedman has that. Very smart player, knows where he's supposed to be, great technique. BYU um, is a very well-coached team. Blake Friedman is a guy that you're going to see starting uh, in the NFL. Now, as far as the number one guard, I mean, and I don't know if he's going to be my number one guard, but he's, he's, he's going to be at least in consideration for my number one guard going into best-in-class breakdown of office of guards that's osiris torrance out of florida 6'5, 347 he was dominant dominant in the sec the way he can move the way he can set blocks he's he's unbelievably athletic for 347 pounds i think he's going to be a day one starter in the nfl at guard he's a guy you have to watch if you like offensive line play he's amazing and that's osiris torrance he's he's probably going to be the first guard taken Let's get on to Derek Hall. Derek Hall, if you can believe this, in early mock drafts, has been mocked to the Bucks at 19. He's a linebacker, edge rusher, 6'3", 256 out of Auburn. Okay? This guy is a, a good run defender, if not great run defender in the SEC, instinctive when it comes to locating the ball. I went back, and, I, and you know what? I hadn't done a lot of, of Derek Hall study yet, and I still haven't, which I'm going to be breaking down a, a lot of his tape. I, did, I obviously had to do this for this podcast. I broke down. I didn't see this pass rush that these guys are talking about at all. I thought he's played the run extremely well, and he absolutely is a perfect form tackler, which, as you know, if you listen to my podcast during the year, all I want is somebody that can please tackle somebody. Just tackle somebody. Derek Hall is a guy that can tackle. I, haven't, I, I need somebody to help me with the pass rush on this. I'm going to do some more research, but, you know, the Mel Kuypers, Darren Jeremiah are saying Derek Hall's this, you know, he's got a promising pass rush. Uh, okay, whatever. He's 6'3", 256 pounds. He'd be a light outside edge rusher. If you're going to play him in a 3-4, is he going to play an outside linebacker, an off-the-ball linebacker in, in a 3-4? I, I have no idea. His speed is fantastic. He, you know, he ran a 4-5-40. Obviously, at that, he better run fast if you're going to be that small. Let's just see how he plays in this game. Uh, that's one of the guys I'm going to highlight and see if I see any pass rushing from him whatsoever, which is really interesting. A guy out of Baylor, this Siakiaka out of Baylor. Yeah, I'd say that a, a few times. Uh, 6'4", 358 pounds, absolutely wreaks havoc from the nose. This guy is going to be one of those guys we talked about. You put the 358-pound guy and you put him in the middle of your line and you're going to have a better run defense. 
and, and that's the way it goes. So you can't miss him, guys, when you're watching. It just says Ika on the back of his jersey. When you, when you watch him play, he's gigantic, right? It reminds me of Daniel Fol- from the L.A. Lake. Can't say the guy's name. I'm Polynesian. I struggle with the name. It is what it is. He was 400 pounds, the largest, and he, had the, he was the largest guard ever drafted in the NFL last year out of Minnesota. This guy's not quite that big, but you can't miss him when you're watching uh, the television, when you watch him on the game. DeMarvin Oshone, the cornerback out of Texas, six, he's great size at 6'4", 4'5", 40, uh, 224 pounds, absolutely a guy that can rush the passer from the corner position. And I know that sounds weird to, to, to say, but you know, in the Tampa 2, we watched Rodney Barber do it over and over and over again. By, by the way, he should be in the Hall of Fame. We watched him do it over and over and over again. What does this guy do at Texas? He actually rushes the quarterback from the corner position. It's insane. Uh, great tackler, really stout against the run. There's another guy. I just love his size. 6'4", 225? Grace, for a corner. I love that size. Will McDonald, the defensive end um, out of Iowa State, 6'3", 236 pounds. They have him at defensive end. How many defensive ends do you know that are 6'3"? And I place, he looks a little lighter to me than 236. He's a speed rusher. He's one of those undersized guys that you hit or miss on. He's either going to be an amazing pass rusher or he's going to be a special teams guy. I mean, that's how it is to me when you're looking at these guys. 4'6", 40, not terrible, but not super, super terrific. According to... The scouts, and if you watch Iowa State, he has an amazing spin move. That's all everybody talks about. And if, if that is negated, there's not much left of him. But what Bill McDonald, you're going to see in a senior bowl like this, you're going to see him get some chances to get to the quarterback. Here's another center out of Minnesota, uh, John Michael Smiths, 6'4", 320, prototypical size, coming out of a, an outstanding offensive line program. I mean, again, if you're going to get your guys Minnesota, Iowa, Iowa State, you, you can't go wrong with, with, with offensive line players. He's terrific off the ball, which is one of the things that I talk about all the time is your center cannot get knocked back into your quarterback at the start of every play. And as a Bucks fan, it's very frustrating. Now, I'm not talking about Jensen, okay? It drives me insane. You have to be a guy that get, when, as soon as the ball is hiked, you're moving forward and you're, and you're creating a lane. And, and you're going to see that with Schmitz. Wide receiver, uh, Nathaniel Dell. To me, he's just a guy right now. I know scouts are super high on him. He's 160 pounds. He runs a 4-5, a 4-4-5, okay? I know scouts are high on him, and I've got to talk about him because he's going he's gonna to get a lot of playing time. And, I, and I'm fascinated by how these 160-pound small school guys come into the NFL. And I'm, and I'm talking about like Jaden Darden. I'm talking about a guy out of North Texas that we drafted. I, I just don't think that that's heavy enough. And, I, and I'm guaranteed that he's not even 165 pounds when, when, when he actually gets weighed. We'll, we'll see what he is, right? Obviously, super fast at his, at his, at his size. I don't, I don't see what everybody else sees in him. He's just a guy to me. Can he catch the ball? Yes, he can catch the ball. He's just too little. You know what? And maybe I'm salty. Maybe, maybe if I was a pro scout, do I have some internal biases against smaller, light receivers? And, and, and we're not even going to talk about Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers is a star. I'm not talking about Zay Flowers. I'm talking about these, these guys that come from small schools that are 160 pounds, and then we put them out there against NFL linebackers and defensive linemen, and they don't do well. They get scared. Andrew Voorhees, a lot of people know who this guy is uh, out of South Carolina. He's a guard, 6'6", uh, 325. Yes, Ira, guards can be 6'6". This is a guy, one of those guys that's just going to get put into uh, the guard position in the NFL. He's going to start from day one. 
and he's a run blocker. I mean, and apparently, as far as the ratings are concerned, he's one of the very best run blocking guards in the draft. So, and he was also a five star recruit. If you don't know who Andrew Voorhees is, he was. He also has a pedigree uh, of, of being a guard. So, to me, he's a, he's a, a boring guy. But um, but the interesting part is, he's, he can play in the NFL, and you, and he's one of those guys that will start kind of like like Shaq Mason, and you never hear anything. He just starts, plays the game. And he doesn't do anything wrong. He's just, he's just a fill-in gap guy. That's what this guy is, Andrew. Owen Papo, the linebacker out of Auburn, another linebacker out of Auburn. I think Auburn's pretty much what linebacker you at this point, 6'1", 225. Here's the thing. The guy runs a sub-4, 340. A, and we haven't seen him at the combine yet. These aren't combine numbers. But right now, he ran a 429 uh, at Auburn. That's elite. That's not, that's not good. That's not great. That's elite speed for a linebacker. But again, he's 6'1", and I think he's lighter than 225. I think he's probably more closer to 215. And that's going to hurt his tackling ability. And as far as the SEC is concerned, he made a lot of plays. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's one of those It's one that goes, do you, do you take a role on that guy um, You know, in the mid of the, of the draft? But we're looking for linebackers for the Bucks, And I just... I would just like um, some guys. Maybe maybe I don't need a four two nine guy. Maybe I want the four five guy that maybe weighs two hundred and fifty pounds and absolutely clotheslines the the running back. I, I maybe I just want a more physical team, and maybe I want to get away from some of these lighter linebackers. Uh, Zach Pickens, uh, defensive lineman, 300, 305 pounds, six four. You know he's one of those guys in the middle of the line, run stopper, and and again. There's going to be question marks on all these guys about how well they can pass rush. The guy does run ball carriers down from behind. 4-7, 4-8 speed isn't terrible. You know, he played at South Carolina. So when you watch this guy, does, uh, it's hard when you're, when you're doing these evaluations. You're like, okay, is, is, this, is this a depth guy? To me, Pickens is a, de- is a depth guy. Cody Mock, at the offensive tackle. Now, 6'3", 303 pounds out of North Dakota State. The guy has no teeth, right? This guy is a glass eater. If we, if you didn't have like a, a mouth guard, right, and you and you didn't on the helmet, right, this and, and you went back to the old days where they just wore leather caps. This is a guy that would bite you, like th- that's what he looks like. If you don't know what Cody Mock looks like, please go to the internet, pull him up, right. Long, rangy hair, no teeth. The guy absolutely looks like he's a mauler, a glass eater. Obviously, he he has you know. The size, right? 6'6", 303 pounds. Uh, and, and you know what? I don't know if he's going to play tackle or guard, but most likely he's going to be a tackle. And, and, and it's because of his athletic footwork, the, all of that stuff. But I want to know if he's strong enough at the attack. That's what I'm going to be interested in to see how well he, he stacks up. But this guy, glass eater. So if you guys, you guys want to get a really kick, go look at him. Byron Young, defensive lineman out of Alabama, 292, 6'3", ran a, um, a 540. Here's a guy, a uh, highly rated recruit, four stars. Um, he's strong, powerful guy, um, has a great first step as a defensive lineman. The problem with evaluating Alabama linebackers is if you don't get to see him in person or do the interviews, there's just so many of them. They're all high recruits, and because they play with so many other great athletes, it's really hard to judge them. This is kind of like the running back conversation with Alabama. You know, we're going to talk about Gibbs, the running back at Alabama, as we get closer to the draft, 
as one of the top running backs. But it's really hard when they're just all playing with great players, kind of like Georgia evaluations. I think for Jason Light, a Georgia evaluation or Alabama evaluation, it's sometimes more difficult than, say, a Cody Mock out of, out of North Dakota State, just because of the level of play around him. Xavier Hutchinson, wide receiver, uh, um, again, 6'3", 205 pounds, 4'4". This guy's tall, fast, um, and he makes spectacular catches out of Iowa State, right? This is a guy that, that when you're going to notice him on the screen because he's the one that goes up and makes the plays. Spectacular with the hands. You're not going to see him drop any balls, right? Now, as far as um, like what his volume is going to be in the NFL, no idea. But, um, but Hutchinson, great name, 6'3", four, sub 4'5", four, 40, 205 pounds, but he is, you're going to see him fight with the defensive backs. You're going to see him go up and get the ball at 6'3", and you're going to see him make some plays. Uh, Jonathan Mingo, uh, obviously Mingo is a, is a, is a big name. Big, you know, his family has uh, other NFL players. He was a very, very high recruit, wide receiver out of Ole Miss, uh, 6'2", 225, uh, sub 4-5-40, very, very tough. And it doesn't surprise me because um, his entire family plays defense, and he's the only offensive player that I, that I know that's a Mingo. He will absolutely dominate smaller uh, corners who aren't as strong as him. And then, of course, in screen game, this is very, very – Jonathan Mingo uh, comparison reminds me very much of a running back turned wide receiver. And we've seen that several times, and we've seen it pay off. Um, I'm not talking – I mean, Debo Samuel, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. They use him as a running back and a wide receiver. But listen, if you, if you want to watch some tape, watch Jonathan Mingo on a screen pass, um, on, a, on a tight end – or tight end, on a wide receiver screen. Just watch how physical he is. Uh, he is just not a guy that you want to tackle. So he's going to be fun to watch. Luke Musgrave, uh, now here's another tight end that, again – a little bit more physicality. He's out of Oregon State, by the way. A little bit more physicality than what you're going to see at 6'6". He has terrific speed, 4'5", speed 40, 250 pounds. Has great separation. You know, they're going to talk about that. Again, no one talks about these guys' physicality if he's going to be a great run blocker, if he's going to help in the pass pro. I mean, the tight ends really have to do a lot in today's NFL. Luke Musgrave is a guy you're going to, that is going to catch some balls. Yes, is he going to be very good? When we do our tight end breakdown, you're going to see how amazing and deep this tight end class is for 2023. Uh, let's talk about Steve Avila out of TCU. We just watched, obviously, TCU uh, unfortunately get blown up by Georgia in the um, championship game. But, but Avila is the center, right? We need a center, right? We, we, we've talked about this. If Jensen's not going to stay, I don't know if salary cap reasons if he can stay. Uh, 6'4", 330 pounds, right? He actually at 330 actually gets to the second level. We got to see him with Dugan playing at TCU. This guy is absolutely terrific center. I think he's a plug-and-play guy. I think we can – You, he's intelligent, big, strong. He played at a, at, a, at a moving offense. He had to get to the second level a lot of times for their interesting offensive plays. This is a guy that I think – is going to be fantastic at the next level and definitely a center to watch. Um, Dontavian Wicks, right, out of Virginia, wide receiver, 280. Let me see, what do they have him at? They, there's no way that they have him at, at that weight. But let's just say 200 pounds, he's 6'2". There's no way that he's over 200 pounds, okay? I'm 6'2", 200 pounds. 
when you watch uh, Dartanovan play, he's muscular, but he's rangy. I, I just don't see him being uh, 228 pounds. This guy's more like 200 pounds. You'll see what I mean when you watch the senior bowl. 6'2", 4'4", speed. This guy is amazing. Start, stop. Now, when I say reminds me of a player, it doesn't mean that he's going to be as great as that player. It just means that they have similar athletic traits. And Jefferson out of Minnesota, Dontonovan Wicks has very similar athletic ability, very similar stop and start. I love his burst when he gets going. So it looks like he's not moving, and then all of a sudden he's gone. Has excellent balance, which, as you know, as, as I, if I was a professional scout, balance is my number one thing. Before anything else, I want to know if, if a guy has balance. And you're going to see that Wicks is, one, is, is going to be that guy, and he's, you're going to see how rangy he is. I, know, I hope you're enjoying your ride home. We're going to do three more players, and then we're going to do the second half of the Senior Bowl next week, Grace. All right, so let's get on to uh, K.J. Henry, defensive end out of Clemson. 6'4", 255 pounds, sub, uh, sub 4, 740, highly recruited. I, I really like his play. Super, super, super strong. And this is one of the things we talked about with Logan Hall and, you know, talking about how he has to hit the weight room because he came from the University of Houston. He needs to get a little bit stronger. Here's a guy that's already NFL strong. Like, he's, he's another glass eater. If you guys want to watch some great tape, watch K.J. Henry at Clemson. Watch when he, when he attacks. Watch how easily he moves the offensive lineman out of the way with his, arm, with his arms. It's unbelievable. You don't want to hand fight with this guy. You don't want to do that. You're going to see that in the Senior Bowl. You're going to see you're going to see him get to the quarterback. I do love this guy. I, I really do think he's an underrated edge. I I I think it might be because 250 pounds. Maybe they're thinking he's a little bit light. I don't know. Wait till you see how strong he is. It's it's really really cool. And one more guard, Nick Broker, uh, offensive guard out of Ole Miss, six five, 315 pounds. Uh, another guy that just gets in there and does his job. Doesn't commit penalties. Uh, is excellent getting to the second level, blocks very extremely well, run block and pass block, and he has some. So his feet are great, great balance, very athletic guy. I, I think he's just another guy that's going to get in the NFL. I don't, this is not a day one starter. Nick's not a day one starter, but he can work his way there. But here's a guy that's going to give you a ton of depth. All right, I hope you enjoyed the first part of the Senior Bowl breakdown. Uh, please enjoy the East-West Shrine game that I already did. And then please, I hope you enjoyed your drive home. Please follow us at Bill Curry Tampa, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Reach out to me at bestinclass at billcurryford.com. Send me some stuff you want me to, to talk about on the podcast, please. If you have some players that you want to break down pre-draft, it's going to be a very long offseason. We're going to have lots of time to talk and do stuff and, and go over some great podcasts. Uh, look for our, my second part next week. Please share this with your friends. Please give me some ratings on Podbeam, Apple Play. Google Play, uh, anywhere where you guys get your podcast. Again, Grace, am I leaving anything out? Yeah. And please, uh, and then thank you for Joe Buck's fan and the Curry family for allowing me to do my podcast. I hope you enjoy your, your day and your night, and I look forward to seeing you guys again. Go Bucks.